This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 124 is going to be from Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. If we want to be God's people, Christians, then we have to act like God's people. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20, the Bible reads, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravaging wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. It doesn't matter what something looks like if on the inside it is something different. If they come to you in sheep's clothing, but really they're wolves, they're dangerous because they're acting one way and then they truly are another way. And so as God's people, if we truly want to be God's people, Christians, his disciples, then we have to act like God's people. But it has to be more than just an act. Here in Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20, it was just an act. They All they were doing was acting like God's people. They truly were not God's people because they were not keeping the commands of God. They were producing bad fruit. And a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. So we have to truly be God's people. Our actions have to show us to be God's people. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 20 says, Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. If you are a wolf in sheep's clothing, your fruit is eventually going to bear you out. And that's the way that it is with God's people today. We have to be more than pretending to be Christian. And we have to be more than simply coming to the Lord's worship and being Christian within these walls, being a disciple of Christ within these walls and listening to the preacher preach, but then going out into the world and doing whatever we want to do. We're not acting like Christians. If we want to be God's people, then we have to act like God's people. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, just one verse down from the main verse for this podcast, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And the last part of this verse is very key. He who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. doesn't matter if you say that you're Christian. If you're not doing the will of the Father, then we are not disciples of Christ. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but unless we are out in the world keeping the commandments of God, we are not his disciples. Disciple means a follower of. We have to be following what he teaches in order to truly be a disciple of Christ. And when I say we have to act like God's people, that's what I mean. We have to be God's people. It can't merely just be an act. But we have to act. Our actions have to show us to be godly. Just like in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 20, Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. In Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 13, the Bible says, Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him, having come from Jerusalem. 
Now, when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way, holding the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches. Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples walk according to the tradition of the elders? I'm sorry, why do do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? He answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, hypocrites, as it is written, This people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they do worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups and many other such things you do. He said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, If a man says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is Corban, that is a gift to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father or his mother, making the word of God of no effect through your tradition, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. If we want to be God's people, Christian, then we have to act like God's people. When God makes a law, we have to follow it. We can't find ways, loopholes, to get out of following God's word. And in this instance, there really even wasn't a loophole here. It was merely a tradition of men, but they placed the tradition of men at higher esteem than they did the command of God. If someone said this was Corbin, even though Corbin was not a part of the law of God, they held that to higher esteem than what actually was the law of God. In verse 10, for the Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. If we want to be God's people, we have to act like God's people. When God says something, we have to hold it to such high esteem that we do it. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. In John chapter 6, verses 60 through 66, the Bible says, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. For that from that time many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. When Jesus taught hard things, the people that didn't want to listen to him, the people whose heart was not right, they turned away from God and walked with him no more. If we want to be God's people, Christians, then we have to act like God's people, even when the things that he commands us to do are not necessarily easy, but hard. Even when the teachings 
go against what the world would say is to our best interest. We have to listen to God and put him first in our lives by being obedient to him. We have to act like his people. And acting like his people is understanding that his word is the most important thing in our lives. And being obedient to him should be our number one priority for our lives. In John chapter 8 and verse 12, the Bible says, And Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. If we want to be God's people, Christians, then we have to act like God's people. We have to shine the light of Jesus to the world. We have to understand that he is the light, and following him will cause us to have light in our lives, the light of life. And that is the only light that truly matters. We can't walk in darkness and say that we follow Jesus. Because if we do, we lie. And according to the Bible, the truth is not in us. If we want to be God's people, Christians, then we have to act like God's people. We have to be the light of the world. We have to reflect the light of Jesus. In John chapter 11, verses 9 and 10, the Bible says, Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. If we walk in darkness, then we cannot be following Christ, because Christ is the light of the world. And he does not walk in darkness. He does not stumble because of darkness. But if we step out of his light, we're going to stumble. We're going to fall Because the light is what shines on the path. His word is that light that shines on the path, according to Psalms 119, verse 105. And so if we truly want to be Christians, then we have to act like Christians. If our light is darkness, we're not acting like Christians. If we're going out into the world and we're doing things that are sinful and walking in darkness, then we're not following Christ. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 31, the Bible says, Then the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified, and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Notice how they were multiplied. Walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They acted like Christians. These people that were in Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, they had peace because they were acting like Christians. Their actions showed them to be Christians, and thus they were walking in the fear of the Lord. If we're not walking in the fear of the Lord, and our actions do not show us to be Christian, to be disciples of Christ, then we're not going to have peace, we're not going to have comfort, and we're not going to be multiplied. And so, if we want to be God's people, Christians, then we have to act like Christians. God's people. We cannot act like children of the world and be Christians at the same time. In Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, the Bible says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. When we're baptized, we have to put away the sin that is in our lives. 
when it's washed away, we have to be raised to walk in newness of life. We have to act as if we're different. We have to act Christian. We have to be Christian. Cannot simply be an act, but our actions have to show us to be Christian because we've put to death sin in our lives. If sin still reigns in your mortal body, then you're not a disciple of Christ. You're not a follower of Christ. Your actions do not show you to be a disciple. In Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 8, the Bible says, There is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is empty against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Notice how we have to act like God's people. Notice verses 4, 5, and 6, that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. The righteous, the righteous requirements of the law are fulfilled in those who are acting like God's people. Those that fruits are showing them to be God's people. Verse 5, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. If your mind is thinking about the things of the flesh and that's what you're dwelling on, then you're worldly, you're carnal. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. And this is how we can tell if we're living a spiritual life or a fleshly life is where our mind is focused. Because if our mind is focused on the spiritual, then we're going to be spiritual people. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Is death. We cannot be carnally minded and thinking about worldly things and expect to be a spiritual people. And this is one of the biggest problems in the world today is we have too many people that are too concerned about worldly things. This is why we were told not to lay our treasures upon earth, but to lay them up in heaven, because that shows us to be a spiritually minded people. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Those that are fleshly minded will never please God. doesn't mean that we can't please God in our mortal bodies because we can be spiritual in our mortal bodies. But it means that those that are fleshly minded cannot please God. In Romans chapter 14, verses 1 through 4, 11 through 14, the Bible says, And do this, knowing the time that now is high time to awake out of sleep, for, our, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. 
The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. We have to act like Christians. We have to cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. And we have to walk in the light, First John chapter 1 and verse 7. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.